What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Latin Explaining. My name is Denise Gonzalez. For those who do not know me, for those who do, guys, welcome to what it will be the beginning of the end. <laughs> the beginning of the end of this year. This is my one before last stream of 2021. I will be taking several weeks uh, off tomorrow. I will announce the date of my comeback after the winter recess because, come on now, you guys know uh, Christmas is all about family. It's all about unity. And also it's about enjoying ourselves. So I'm going to be taking some time off to enjoy this time with my loved ones. So I see that we have Rakim in the house. What's up, Rakim? We have Jose. We have Extina. How are you? We have Johnny Mills already started the chat. Welcome, guys. Thank you for tuning in. As usual, uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you on another weekend. Um, if you did not watch yesterday, the last Samurai stream, hmm, you're missing out. Make sure that you tune in after this show is over and you watch it. It was really good. We had a very insight um insightful conversation into uh you know this whole gender war nonsense now um you guys know that i i don't take sides you know i give credit where credit is due so uh yesterday was another i think it's what my fourth time talking about the femal tips uh, and as usual you guys know the femal tips the divest tips and all these groups you know <sighs> We don't even know how we deal with them. But guys, like I said, this will be uh, my one before last show. Tomorrow, um, I will have my last show for 2021. And it's going to close uh, in a very, very interesting way. So you don't want to miss that show. Trust me when I'm telling you, you don't want to miss tomorrow's show. Not that this show is any less, but trust me, tomorrow is going to be explosive. So guys, without any further ado, thank you very much for tuning in. I know you guys' time is very, very valuable. So let's get this show started. Boy, oh boy, a lot of stuff has happened during this week and it's not looking any pretty, guys. You know, there's a lot of stuff I have talked about when it comes to the corruption that my beautiful island of Puerto Rico is facing right now uh, and it doesn't seem to want to stop. Uh, you guys know that the last time I spoke, I even brought a screenwriter and actor uh, Jacob Fuentes, uh, to give his input, uh, as a Puerto Rican, um, on everything that's happening and what we need to do. It doesn't stop there. I don't know if you guys know, but, um, I think president Trump, former president Trump made a lot of statements regarding this lady. Uh, and also I had in here, I interviewed, um, I'll get to that point later, but 
Uh, these two ladies over here, the one on the left is uh, Mayita, Maria Eloisa Melendez, <laughs> Mayita Melendez, the former uh, mayor of Ponce and the former mayor of San Juan on the right, Carmen Yulín Cruz, both of them allegedly, you guys know what that means when it's about a politician, both of them allegedly only hire friends and family to uh, their staff in their municipalities in Puerto Rico, both Ponce and, and San Juan, instead of hiring people that have the qualifications or the preparation to actually uh, occupy that position. And now they are under investigation after they stayed for over eight years in their positions. Now, we heard it from uh, President Trump, and that's something that I keep saying all the time. A lot of the media that was uh, surrounding Trump, because at that time she used her her woman card. Oh, how are you going to talk like that about a woman? Because he said there's no one more incompetent or more corrupt than, than the mayor of San Juan, Carmen Yulín Cruz. And was he right? Time keeps proving that she thought right. <laughs> What's up, Michael? It's good to see you here. I haven't seen you in a few days. Hope you're doing well and you have you have wrapped up every single gift that you need to wrap up for your family, okay? I have not wrapped anything, but I have all uh, Melanated Knight's gift in the closet. Anyway, <laughs> so back to the news. Uh, we're still watching uh, what's going on with these two ladies, but I don't know if you guys remember when I interviewed the Lion Man and he was talking about uh, how he asked the mayor of Ponce uh, for money to start his independent media um, outlet, which is basically what we do, contrary to what some people believe. <laughs> That's exactly what we do. We're literally bringing in news raw so that you can exercise your own criticism about it. And sometimes I do want to hear your feedback, guys. So going back to what I was saying, when I brought the Lion Man, you guys know he has a platform of almost 3 million people uh and he has a youtube channel i think of like what 300k uh and he was talking about how he went to the mayor of ponce i think he was even on vice uh if you guys look up vice the lineman you'll see um what he was talking about here on love explaining uh when he was talking about uh how he went to to Mayita for to, you know to ask for her support on this and she literally had said she had no money but she spent half a million on her image alone if you don't i'm gonna try to link that after this show is over if you have not watched my interview with uh citizen of ponce the lion man enzo enzo torres make sure that you watch that whole show trust me you're gonna get a better grip on it because he's way better than me at uh, you know, going after the corruption that's happening in our island, uh, you know, so definitely it's not surprise for a lot of us that keep researching uh, and putting a, a magnifying glass on the corruption and follow this history, these stories. I mean, every time there's a new development, it's not a surprise to us when this uh, news come out of the woodwork. And speaking of coming out of the woodwork, something that we did not expect it, 
Um, I don't know if Brotep is here. I, I would have wished to uh, get his input on this, but uh, something that came out of the woodwork, uh, you know, the New York Times uh, basically uh, has informed that, I don't know if you guys remember Hoven and Moyes, uh, you know, was assassinated, unfortunately, the president of Haiti uh, several months ago. And there was a lot of Colombian and Haitian Americans arrested for this. And the New York Times reported this week that apparently uh, in months previous to his assassination, Haiti's former president, Hoven and Moyes, was gathering information regarding drug and criminal organizations in Haiti and was ready to provide the U.S. with that information, which is suspected to be the reason for his assassination. So, oh, thank you, MK. Thank you. MK just put the link to the Lionman interview on the chat. So make sure that you copy paste it so you can watch it and, and understand what um, I'm talking about when it comes to the mayor of Ponce, the infamous most mediocre mayor Ponce has had in its history. So going back to the whole Hoven and Moise, I don't know if I'm even saying his name right. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's suspected that that was the reason why he was assassinated because he was about to provide that information to the U.S. Now, my thing is, of course, you know, after so many months, now we get this information. It makes somewhat sense. I don't know if you guys agree. Uh, it makes somewhat sense because if we look at the arrests that happened, it was a lot of Colombian, uh, you know, workers and whatnot that infiltrated alongside with Haitian Americans that infiltrated Haiti and actually, um, you know, had the president of Haiti uh, killed. You know, so it makes a little bit more of sense now, but we know that this is something that we're never going to get all the details. So it's very hard to actually, um, you know, pass judgment on what really happened here. But as far as we know, I mean, I have to agree a little bit, you know, uh, Colombians, unfortunately, throughout history, since the 1870s, I believe, or I mean, 1870s, 1970s have been uh, notorious for being involved in contraband because that's the only method of uh, the only avenue that the American empire has left for many Latin American countries to do business. So of course we know they they deal with crime and, and other things. And speaking of crime, something that, uh, you know, and the American empire, something that has left a lot of people surprised is that we still even months after this pandemic has basically ended. I, I don't know if you guys agree, but at this point, we know already that there is a vaccine. You either get it or you don't. Uh, they're even developing a pill, either you get it or not. Uh, we know that everybody's going to get COVID at some point in their lifetimes, um, whether it's 2021, 2022, 2023, or who knows when. We know it's not going to go anywhere. We know that if you take vitamin D, vitamin, uh, I mean, zinc, vitamin B12, uh, you have higher chances of surviving it with little to mild uh, symptoms. But we're still seeing this whole disruption in society uh, with the whole uh, vaccination cards. And that was the case of people in Queens, New York, when they were arrested for actually uh, trying to eat at a 
Cheesecake Factory uh, without a vaccination card. And I want you guys to hear the interaction that the police officers have had to have in New York with uh, patrons of the Cheesecake Factory. Let's hear what they have to say. You're going to enforce their policy over the law? Yeah. Will you enforce the, their policy over the law? You guys have a choice to make now, so please. Well, you do too. You, okay? you, you swore all... So you're law enforcement, not policy enforcement. You have to enforce the law, not the policy. So basically, you know, yeah, it's, it's over, Jose. In my opinion, the pandemic is over. You know, we already know all the information we need to know to continue to work. And it, it's not going to go anywhere. The pandemic, the flu pandemic never went away. The flu was never eradicated. It's time for us to move on from this. Um, take care of yourselves. You know, get ready while your body has not gotten COVID-19 because already the CDC and the WHO said that we are all going to get it at some point. So it, it ended. This whole thing about trying to like, uh block people from getting that that's not gonna happen but going back to this whole incident basically these people try to get into uh the cheesecake factory and when asked for proof of vaccination they did not have it so they were asked to leave and because they refused to do so the nypd was called and they issued arrests and arrested several people so that created a lot of disruption in Queens, New York. And a lot of people went to the police prison to start a small gathering slash protest to have these people freed because they did not broke the law, but they were issued charges of breaking and entering. Okay. So that's basically, that's basically it. Yeah, I understand, Jose. I'm not saying that this is not a deadly disease. Let me explain myself. Yes, COVID has killed a lot of people. Uh, it will still kill people. COVID will kill people even when I am 50. It will still be killing people. But what we cannot do is try to wrap the world in you know, a mask and stop us from living. Uh, you know, it's it's not it's not gonna happen. That's why I said that the whole pandemic is over. Uh, what I meant by that is the whole lockdowns, the, the mandates, and all this stuff. This stuff has to end. You know, when is it going to end? We need a, a definite date to end. If you think that the pandemic, it's something that like the pandemic measures and all this stuff needs to end, put a number one in the chat. If you think we should continue to do this until we're dead, put a number two. Because it's like I said, the flu never went away. The flu never went away. It's never going to go away. We're going to have to learn how to live with it. And to learn how to live with it is to um, take your vitamin D, uh, you know, take your zinc. If you are in the risk groups and you're scared of getting it and, and passing away, get vaccinated. You know, if you see people that are extremely sick and you feel like not getting COVID-19, even if you're healthy, then stay away from people. But at the end of the day, all this stuff has to end and it has to end soon because if not, it's going to create more problems. So to be honest with you, 
I feel so bad for cops in this aspect because they are put in the middle as a buffer between constituents that are making absolute sense and, you know, private companies that don't have any other way of dealing with the mandates that are wrecking their own businesses. So it's a tough situation where no one wins. You know, the, the patrons don't win, the companies, the private companies don't win, and the cops don't win. So it's time for us as, as a collective to come together, even if we disagree on whatever COVID is at this point. It's time for us to understand we're all hurting from it. So it's time for us to move into pressuring our politicians to stop screwing with our livelihoods and let people do whatever they want. Because I've said it many times, people that live in a quote unquote free country, which is something America takes pride on, should be able to jump off a building if they choose to. So if people want to expose themselves to COVID and possibly die or get sick and whatnot, they should be entitled to do so. It's their bodies. Now, moving from what people are entitled to do so, uh, Governor DeSantis made the news again this week um, by announcing the Stop the Stop Woke Act. Basically, after the fight for the critical race theory to be taught in schools to children, many states have made it clear that they do not want this to be implemented in their children's minds. Governor DeSantis has created the Stop Woke Act that will provide parents the avenue to sue education entities in school that teach this theory to their children without their permission and awards them compensation for doing so. Now, Governor DeSantis says that the Stop Woke Act will give parents the private right of action to sue institutions that they believe their children are being taught critical race theory and will allow them to collect attorney fees if their suit is successful. Now, I don't know um, what you guys think about this. I've spoken before about critical race theory. I don't think that is the way of teaching uh, people because this is a very complex theory for children to understand. And when we have, this is what people don't understand. I need, if you are pro critical race theory, I respect you completely. And I understand where you're coming from. Trust me. We have a lot of racist out here in America in the open and covered, uh, you know, that actually need to understand this. My thing is this, when I have asked people um what is what are schools doing regarding uh black americans history i have gotten the response that when you're in school in america there's only one page in history books that goes from slavery to martin luther king nothing else is taught when it comes to the history of the country to me, someone looking from the outside, uh, looking into it, if you have to suppress all the shit that Black people went through in this country into one page, I think that you need to expand that chapter to reality and include, you know, what slaves went through, why they were not supposed to be free, what made them, uh, quote unquote, 
less than a human, the brutalities that they went through, what were the laws for Black people at that time, the abuses that Black women went through. You have to include how they were segregated from society. You have to include how they were even assaulted by their owners at the times or their masters. What was their work? Why they were not compensated? How they revolted? You have to go through so many things. And then after they were granted quote unquote freedom, you have to go through the Tulsa massacre. You have to go through the Rosewood massacre. You have to go through all of these things before you can even move to Marthen. So I think instead of critical race theory, we should push for a whole chapter if not too, because there's this a lot of shit that needs to be discussed when it comes, when it comes. But a whole shot. Can you guys hear me? If you guys can hear me, put a number one in the chat. Uh, but before we can even uh, start um, discussing critical race theory, which is just looking things from one point of view, and I get it, it's needed and whatnot. But before we get to that point, we need to teach children what really happened in order for children as they grow, start exercising critical thinking because you're still gonna get the same result. Make no mistake. If you teach an empty recipient of information, the accurate history of America, they're gonna come to the conclusion and say, this country has a history of being douchebags and assholes. And I feel so bad that this happened to this group of people that I'm seeing today sharing spaces with me. That's what children are gonna come to. So the whole critical race theory, I understand why it's getting a lot of pushback. But to be honest with you, instead of, this is something that I hate about our politicians today because they always seem to keep screwing black Americans out of what they really want. They want their history to be fucking included in the books, but then you give them this mediocre critical race theory. That's not what was asked. They asked for their history to be included. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> put their damn history in the books. Why are you so scared of putting what you did in the books, putting what this country has done in the books? That's really where I'm coming from. Why you wanna put this pre-digested theory with an opinion of someone already, instead of just giving the raw information to the kids, hey, now in elementary school, we're gonna explain what slavery is. Slavery is when someone tries to take over your body and your freedom and limit you. Hey, MLS, what's up? So yeah, instead of the, in elementary, just teach them slavery and what it is and what was happening and for how long it happened. Make, you know, get them to ask questions in, in middle school then teach them certain brutalities that happened, things that Black people could not do, names that they were called, massacres that happened. And then in high school, when they're a little older, then you go deeper into that and then revisit the whole thing. And start explaining in detail how Black women's bodies were owned by masters and they could do whatever the fuck they wanted with these ladies. 
explain how men had no other choice but to be brutalized hang and all this stuff because now they're more mature and i can guarantee you that we will get the result that black people have actually asked for they're not asking for you to feel sorry for them. They're not asking for you to, to have this unrealistic compassion that is fake. What they're asking for is that you put their damn history in a fucking book. How hard that shit is. Jesus Christ. That's all, that's all I've heard. If you're a black American that watches me and you think that your history should be in a damn book, put a number one in the chat. Even if you're not a black American, if you think that history should be put in a freaking book and taught to kids, just like the Mayflower fake history is taught, put a number one in the chat. This is the same bullshit that we get taught in Puerto Rico when they tell us, oh, Colón came into Puerto Rico and the Indians received him and he was all good and dandy. They exchanged a few uh, cassava roots and whatnot. And then, you know, they, they were dead and that's it. Put the damn black history in a fucking book. That's all they're asking for. Literally what they're asking for is that. I've asked many African-Americans, that's literally what they want. They don't give a shit about critical race theory. They don't give a shit about nothing. They want their stories told, just like everyone gets their stories, period. <laughs> yeah, I see that um, MK puts a number one. Uh, Robert says, it's impossible, apparently. What's up, Robert? Yeah. He says, God forbid they put the truth in a book with information. Shaking my head. Absolutely. Jose puts a number one. Yeah. That's what I said. They don't, they don't give a crap about critical race theory. They want their history in a freaking book. That's what they want. Why every time a black person in this country speaks, somehow people go do this mental gymnastics and gives them like a very fucked up version of what they asked for. I don't get it. They speak English. <laughs> they spoke in English. Holy shit. <laughs> they spoke in English. I see that Johnny Reels put in number one. Exactly. They want their history put in there. Just put it in the damn book. That's it. Stop fucking around. Unless you're scared. Unless you're scared, you don't want to accept it. That is the actual approach that I, I will wish we will have. Let's start pressuring our politicians and do that. Put my history here. Fuck the, the theories that you want to put in here. I want history to be taught to kids. How about that? Let's start pressuring for that. How about that? Figure out your... um. Your assembly member, your mayor, your representative. Let's start. Let's start making. I'm gonna bring a template. I'm gonna bring a template. I swear. I'm gonna redact it this week, and I'm gonna put it uh, on my Instagram. You can email me. I'm gonna put my email on the banner. I'm gonna redact uh, a template. You guys remember how what we did with the natural resources department in Puerto Rico? I'm gonna do the same thing with this situation. Let's see what we can do. You never know. But I'm gonna redact a letter so that we can actually speak the same language and the amount, the damn history that happened to be put in a damn book. Because that's literally what we all heard. Black Americans said 
last year. And they have been saying that for the longest damn time. I see that MK says, correction, they give us what they think we want. <laughs> yeah, it's always like that. It's always like, oh my God, you know, black Americans are like, hey, uh, just arrest our criminals. Don't try to kill us if, you know, before asking for something. And what they get, what they get, you know what they got? Nancy Pelosi with a fucking uh, bandana that was from a fucked up tribe in Africa, bending the knee. That's not what they asked for. Jesus Christ, they asked for the, the lowlifes to be arrested and to be left alone. That's what they asked for. Jesus Christ. I see that Rakim says the government wants to keep that history hidden because it tells how certain people have come to power to be able to have their advantage in a rigged system. Absolutely. What they're so scared of. And that's what they keep twisting this. And then what I hate is that that is the message that a lot of groups, specifically uh, some of my collectivity, the Latino collectivity sometimes has this preconceived notion that what they see on media, because they only consume CNN, MSNBC, and Fox, um, then they come here and say, oh, the Blacks wanted the critical race theory. That's not what they asked for, you dumbass. Uh, look at uh, look at all the, the African-Americans that I have here that support my channel are saying they, they don't want that, and they don't know each other personally. They come from different... Uh, walks of life and they come from different spaces. That's what they want. They want their their damn history. They want to open a book and see, oh, look, Harry Tubman. That's what they want to do. Jesus Christ. Well, guys, <laughs> I hope the message has gotten clear. Let's keep this show moving because, like I said, today is going to be an amazing stream. And I don't wanna I don't wanna shy away from nothing. So let's keep it moving to Latin explaining music. my god this uh the music sector you know we have had a very 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 sad uh week for music especially in the latin spectrum i know many of you guys that follow me on instagram have encountered uh what happened uh, two days ago, unfortunately, reggaeton producer Flo La Movie, unfortunately, has been the victim of a plane crash near the Aeropuerto de las Americas in the Dominican Republic with his wife, three children, the flight attendant, and other friends. Uh, may he rest in peace. You know, um, to be honest with you, this comes. This comes after you know, many weeks of uncertainty in other aspects uh, when it comes to music. We know that Pina is going through his trial. We're going to talk about it later. Uh, and to add fuel to that, you know, Flola Movie boards uh, this plane from this company, Elidosa. And I'm going to park here a little bit because there's a lot to unpack when it comes to this shit. Uh, he, he boards this plane and it's about to go to Miami and unfortunately, it crashes right away. You know, it did not even took off from, um, yeah, yeah. Rest, it, rest in peace to Florida movie, yeah. 
um, the the issue was that when they deployed the plane crashed and the only altitude according to the data that the 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 control towers of the airports have is that they only were elevated to 2000 feet if you're used or you have taken what's up bro tip i talked about about hovenel moist earlier i wish you were here um they only went up to thousand feet in the air if you have ever taken a flight you know that that is nothing they were not even that high in the sky and when we saw the route that the route that they took the airplane tried to come back to the original uh the original airport and couldn't somehow had to because there's this is the thing there's a lot of airports that are in small cities so of course, uh, sometimes you cannot just, you know, you cannot uh, necessarily land in there, you know? So of course they tried to make it into the Aeropuerto de las Americas because it was a, a bigger airport. But when they were really, really, really close, that's when they crashed. So, Unfortunately, you know, you guys know that uh, Neo Garcia uh, and, and you know, has expressed himself regarding this. And unfortunately, you guys know that Flo La Movie was married to uh, the other reggaeton singer, Casper Magico's sister. So Casper Magico had a sister and four nieces and nephews. And in one day, he doesn't have, because he was, okay, Flora movie was his best friend, and then he married his sister. So he lost his best friend, his brother-in-law, his sister, and all his nieces and nephews in just one moment. And it's, it's just, it's super sad because you see these people, you know, come out of nowhere, you know, they literally build themselves up to be this, this type of person and you know work super hard to become something great in life and you see their lives taken away it's like the same thing that happened with with uh kobe bryant you know it's the same thing that happened with kobe bryant you know people that are actually contributing to society are being taken away from us in such an instant but going back to the whole issue and it's something that i wanted to explain to you guys um we started asking questions you know about what happened and uh, there was one incident where um adonis another uh you know urban music uh, interpreter was the person that was previously on that same plane and he had something to say uh regarding what happened to uh flola movie i want you guys to hear him out give me one second that's him that's him boarding the same airplane uh he literally came uh from Miami to the DR, and then Flo La Movie boarded that same plane that it looks amazing on the outside. You will never know because you're paying 
thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to this company to actually board their planes, their private planes. But you don't know uh, the the flight hours that those planes have. You don't know, uh, you know, how they're equipped. You don't know anything. You know, so you're just boarding that plane, thinking that you know you're paying for for the best service available, and little did you know that you know that can potentially kill you. And what we have acquired researching this whole thing is that previously this whole company Elidosa has had some issues with other high-profile uh, celebrities that they have transported. But let's just hear what Adonis. Uh, had to say. Gracias-Pablo-Dios-Que-Yo-Me-Equipo-Trabajo-Lo-Encontramos-Bien-Pero-También-Orando-Para-Que-Dios-Le-Dé-Paz-A-Esas-Almas-Perdidas-De-
que busquen el reporte si en verdad tiene que ser transparente y lo dejaron volar. Ahí está la prueba, no llegó ni de... de, de, de. That's basically what he had to say and to translate to the people that don't uh, speak Spanish. He's basically saying that this airplane in the reports had some issues and that uh, aviation mechanic had to intervene and fix the airplane, quote unquote, fix the airplane. Apparently he did a very lousy job uh, before it took off. And uh, Elidosa basically killed Flo La Movie, his family, and and the the crew, you know, the pilot and the crew that was that was in the plane, and that uh, former uh, presidential candidate Gonzalez Castillo, Gonzalo Castillo, I'm gonna pull up his picture out here, uh, was the one that actually uh, that owns the company. Gonzalo Castillo is the person that runs the company, Elidosa. And one thing that um, he basically said is that if they want to be transparent, he's like, Gonzalo Castillo runs that company like a mob, like a mafia. And if they want to be transparent, just open the books. Just open the books. And that's something that they have not done. They have released at least seven press releases since Flola movie uh, died with his family on one of their planes, but they have never admitted any responsibility to it simply because we know how things work in our countries. You know, corruption, this is, this is how it is in the private sector. So basically, as if that wasn't enough, uh, there's a lot of uh, people other celebrities that take Elidosa's planes, because this is a very notorious, uh, a very notorious uh, private plane company in the Dominican Republic, the Caribbean, and the U.S. So, of course, I I want to see if the FAA is actually investigating Elidosa. And one thing that I'm gonna say that that was one of the most heartbreaking truths that we found out, not only that a whole family, even a child that was what, two, three years old died in there. That was not even, aside from all that pain, one of their crew members, the flight attendant lady, the Dominican lady that was in that board being the flight attendant. You guys wanna know something crazy that I investigated? That was her first day on the job, her first day on the job her first day the pilot that was driving that plane that was flying it had complaints numerous complaints to the company asking for proper rest proper rest and we know for a fact we i have heard capitan benitez explain this in detail when he said before you board a plane as a pilot you discuss with your co-pilot all the possibilities so when you guys are panicking if something is to happen you guys already know what to do so if you have any issues taking off you know already where to go how to maneuver but how are you supposed to do that when you're sleep deprived so Eli doesn't not just kill Flo La Movie, he killed the flight attendant that was on her first day on the job and you killed the pilot. 
And you guys know how hard it is for a Dominican pilot to make it in the industry? Come on now. Come on now. And, and I'm going to show a few of the figures that have reached out and start voicing out incidents when they have had, and I'm not going to mention names, of course, but there's some some uh, celebrities that have mentioned that they have had uh, airplanes that are about to take off and the door had to be resecured because they left it open, that they have incidents with one engine at some point. This is not the first time. And I said, that wasn't enough. Yesterday, a helicopter from Elidosa crashed again. A lot of these incidents are happening in the Dominican Republic and they don't get any, any coverage from the media. And this company is killing people left and right. But let's see all the people that could have possibly passed away. That bored Elidosa. All these people bored these planes. Usain Bolt, the notorious uh, track champion of the world. We have Mark Anthony, uses Elidosa. Paris Hilton, Naomi Campbell, uses Elidosa. Maradona used Elidosa. Antonio Banderas used Elidosa. Steph Curry used Elidosa. Yandel used Elidosa. We sing used Elidosa. Uh, Dominican boxers also. They didn't have, these two boxers over here, they didn't have any transportation and Elidosa provided them with this transportation. Imagine if the DR would have lost these two talents. And the big boss, Daddy Yankee. So that's just to tell you the magnitude of this company, Elidosa, and how big they are, but they can seem to afford proper maintenance, proper rest. I see that. What's up, Radical? Radical says, the problem is, it's a Dominican airline. It's the equivalent of a gypsy cab in Washington Heights. <laughs> yes, AS. Everybody used that plane. Everybody and their mama uses those planes. Everybody. Everybody. I see that Robert says, they did a history of crashes on 4RD Noticias. Yes, I saw it. There's a lot. That's why I said there's a lot of plane crashes that are happening in the DR. As we speak. And it's this company. And other things. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name other things, you know, but come on now. Keep killing people, pilots, flight attendants, everybody and their mama. Keep dying on these planes. Everybody and their mama keeps dying in here. And that's just the beginning of this week when it comes to music. We have more stuff happening when it comes to music. And moving from something that it's it's heartbreaking. I hope, you know, my heart broke a little bit when I saw, you know, kids, a whole family, Flola movie after all the accomplishments that he has had. You know, this is this is the way his life ended. You know. And as if that wasn't enough in the music sector, we have a music mogul, one of the most notorious figures in 
the urban music general, Rafi Pina, Rafael Pina. He continues his battle. This is, I think, day four was Friday of his federal trial uh, pending two charges, one for uh, being in possession of a firearm after being a, a federal a, a felon because he was accused and prosecuted for bank fraud uh, several years ago and he was uh, you know declared guilty. He pleaded guilty to that. And the second one is you know that that firearm apparently uh, was altered. So he's facing these two weapon charges in a federal court and it becomes a federal felony. I want to explain this to people because that is a federal law. You're not supposed, they're the ones that regulate uh, gun laws. You're not supposed to be in possession of a weapon if you were previously convicted of a crime. So of course, you know, the federal court has to take measures on that. And I have heard a lot of people uh telling me how yes let's cook uh rafi pina he deserves everything that's coming for him karma blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm gonna say something look i'm not here defending rafi pina i think of course he has to the law has to do with him what it, it should do but in my opinion is like i hope that if we're giving Fucking people like Julia Kelleher, that freaking gringa that embezzled 50 fucking millions from Puerto Rican children and teachers. When I have shown on this show the, the state of Puerto Rican schools, that when it rains, it pours inside of the classrooms. Kids don't have materials. Teachers are teaching in schools with asbestos because they cannot afford to remove it. And our teachers are getting freaking cancer. If we gave that, and I'm sorry for the expression, but if we gave that bitch six months, I don't want to see no 10-year sentence, no five-year sentence, no nothing on Rafi Pina because Rafi Pina is one of the only notorious people in Puerto Rico alongside with Daddy Yankee, Arcángel, Residente, and Bad Bunny that is keeping the schools in Puerto Rico alive that is picking whenever I just saw a video, like not, not even two months ago, there was this mom of this disabled kid that was driving her kid to therapy and her car was set on fire. Who bought her a car and said, please, uh, somebody send me her info. This man is literally building the rooftops of people after Hurricane Maria, helping people get their life together donating to the department of education out of his own pocket and just because oh he got a weapon did he kill someone i expect him to get a month if julia keller got six fucking months from taking 50 millions from our future in puerto rico because kids are our future and if she gets six months, I expect less for Rafi Pina. If you agree with me, put a number one in the chat. If you disagree with me, put a number two. If she got six months from taking all this stuff away from our children, damaging thousands of lives that are not going to be properly educated to become competent in the market, 
I expect the same fucking shit from the federal government towards Rafi Pina. Because if not, then there is a fucking war against us. Gringos get the soft treatment, Puerto Ricans get maximum sentence. That makes no sense. And we've seen this enough. And I'm fed up. I don't know if you're fed up, but I am fed up. I am fed up. And like I said, I'm not defending him. If he made this crime, then he has to face the charges. And that's what he's doing. But I expect the same leniency. I expect the same shit from this federal court. I expect the same thing. And I'm telling you, this whole thing uh, with the music sector this week has been insane. We've been taking hits everywhere. And as if that wasn't enough, as if that wasn't enough, you guys know that I cover here the Astro Hellfest that happened in November. Yeah, Maceo. A Nina Dross got two and a half years with no chance of bail for something minor. That's what I'm saying. It's always us. Oh, we are, you're supposed to, you know, uh, abide by the law, of course, when it's a Puerto Rican involved. But then when it's a gringo involved, oh, you know, it's their first time. It's not even that serious. The bitch got away with 50 millions. They did not even ask for fucking retribution. So she's going to do her six months and for the rest of her life, she's set for life. Where do I sign up to do that shit? Where Puerto Ricans can sign up to do that shit then? Let's make this a career. We embezzle millions of dollars, do six months, come out and live our lives as rich, as rich people. The fuck? Rotep says, we don't need double standards. One standard will do just fine. Absolutely. We've taken this double standard from the law in Puerto Rico for 123 freaking years where gringos can come in, do whatever the fuck they want. For them, there is a system. And for us, there's an injustice system. It's always like that. And then if we speak up, oh, I don't know what's wrong with the Rickens. Why they're so mad? They're so violent. Oh my God, they're so aggressive. They're so aggressive. What, what's wrong with this Rickens violence? They're so, they're so violent. We're always so violent. We're always painted as violent people to these gringos. But somehow, somehow, you're always disappointed in us, but never disappointed on the, on the motherfuckers that take money. Look at Wayne Stensby from Luma Energy, charging three times what Joe Biden charges for running the country out of the pockets of poor Puerto Ricans. But he doesn't get prosecuted by the federal court. But God forbid that Pina has a weapon. God forbid that he has a weapon to defend himself. God forbid. Ooh. Jesus Christ. I see that Radical says, you see, when I say white supremacy, people roll their eyes. But this is an example of it. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Where is the fucking standard? That's all we're asking for. That's all we're asking for. Literally. 
I see that Shannon Porter says, sounds familiar. They hate us in the U.S. too. Absolutely. That's why I keep saying, and people keep, oh, like, you don't know what you're talking about. We don't, we, I don't know what you guys have in common. That's what we have in common with African-Americans, because we both live under these bitches. Now, let me, let me take a deep breath. It's Christmas. Let me go back to my elf mode. <laughs> But I had to get it out of my chest, man. This is something that Jesus Christ. But anyway, moving to the to the Astro Hellfest. This week, there's new developments on what uh, Travis Scott went through. Well, he didn't went through anything, but his victims went through on his last Astro Fest this past November, uh, and. The coroner said, after examining all the 10 victims, that all of Travis Scott's Astro World victims died of asphyxia. Only one had drugs in their system after, uh, yeah, JS, my elf mode, because I need to. <laughs> Only one of the victims uh, was found to have drugs in his system. And this is just adding more fuel to uh, Travis Scott's and, you know, the billions of dollars in um, lawsuits that he's facing right now. So I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know if, you know, because because I have, look, I have, I have, I have both opinions on this. I agree and disagree to a degree. Oh my God, that's a lot of agreements. But anyway, um. I agree that we should hold him responsible to a point because, you know, I've been to events as part of the crew and something that it's required. I've said it many times as a sound engineer. I did uh, very little time in, in live music because that's not my niche. Uh, more like radio studio type of person. But um, in the times where I was, you know, uh, freelancing for, for live music, I was under the understanding that you have to have uh, one crew of doctors, one ambulance, and one crew of firefighters per thousand people. And it's my own, under, you know, the evidence that, you know, has been presented, um, he did not have that enough people in there, not enough security guards. He, he had like a very messy, stingy uh, show. So yeah, he should be, held to a standard now i don't think he should be held to losing his wealth or being even more broke than before he started making music because now they want to take what two billions from him he don't have two billions so he's gonna be in a worse position than when he first started making music and he was broke because he's gonna owe a lot of money so i don't think it should i think it should be like a class action and then from that settlement, then, you know, divided in, in equal parts so that he gets the message and he he's held responsible to a degree for those debts. But I don't think, I think there's a lot of hype. I don't think a lot is going to happen from this. I get that, that feeling that a lot is not going to happen from this. Now I see that Robert says it was his show, but are they holding the event company responsible? Yeah, the, the event company, Robert, that's another thing. The event company is supposed, the producing company, it's supposed to have at least millions of dollars as insurance. My thing is that 
if you read their press release after this whole hellish concert, uh, they're basically wiping their ass with Travis Scott. Literally, they're using him as a wipe. And, you know, they're trying to not take any responsibility for the shit that happened. And that is that is messed up. That is beyond messed up. But hey, who am I? Who am I to to stop them? You know. So, like I said, this is something that it it adds to this whole week of fire in the music sector. And I thought, you know, when I was prepping for the show, okay, this is it. Nothing else is going to happen. It has been very sad. You know, this whole uh, music week has been you know if you're involved in sound or music this week was very painful and it could not seem to end anytime soon and as if that wasn't enough this morning we woke up with new uh new developments on another news it turns out that reggaeton singer cano el barbaro was found shot to death in umagao puerto rico so it rains when it rains it pours or oh, like we say in puerto rico llueve sobre mojado Llueve sobre mojado. Cano el Bárbaro um, has been killed in Umacao, Puerto Rico. So we did not only lost Flor La Movie and his family. Uh, we lost Cano el Bárbaro to a life of crime. Now, you know, there's a lot of people that are just dropping my flies. And and before I close, I close this uh, segment, I just want to say something because we're coming towards the end of the year and we're seeing a lot of things happen. And, you know, when we see this stuff in, in a sector that you will never think this shit will happen like that, like that intense, I'm just going to say something to us regular folks. I don't care uh, how you feel towards certain things. Uh, yeah, like, ahí está caliente, Maceo. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, try to make peace and avoid war unless it's needed or unless it's brought to you. Like if something is not being brought directly to you, try to avoid it because we're living in times when we don't know how long some people is going to be here. And I want people to understand. I know the public that watches me the most is people from 18 to 34 years old. You don't know, and I want you to ask yourselves, how will I feel if the people that I'm being contentious with right now or quote unquote beefing right now, dies now? And based on that, keep making your moves. Because like I said, we're, life is not, life is not um, granted to anyone. Life is me meant to be lived, but make no mistake, we're all going to come out of it dead. And we don't know when. So to be honest with you, uh, keep that always in mind. There are certain things that are not needed. There are certain things that are just unnecessary. Don't seek conflict. Only use your powers and your influence when conflict is brought to you as a defense mechanism. With that being said, guys, let's keep moving to the next segment of the show because we need to pick up somehow so that we can continue not only on an elf mode, but, you know, because we're turning a little bit into the Grinch. So <laughs> let's keep moving to Latin Spanish. Spanish. 
now, speaking of Puerto Rican sports, speaking of Puerto Ricans, let's move to the Puerto Rican YouTuber, influencer, and boxer, Jake Paul from Dorado, Puerto Rico, expressed how boxing is already affecting his speech and memory. He said in an interview, he said, I noticed it in conversations with like my girlfriend or friends, like not remembering some things that I should be able to remember that happened a couple of days ago. Sometimes my in my speech where like every hundred or 200 words I mess up or like slur, which I didn't do that before. He added, before beginning his boxing career, Paul had his brain scanned. According to Paul, a doctor informed the YouTube star that he already was suffering from a lack of blood flow in certain areas of his brain due to the consequences he sustained while playing youth football. He returned for another brain scan one year later, and it was worse. That's when doctors have advised him to quit boxing altogether, he told Bensinger. So basically, uh, you know, Jake Paul, you guys know that he's going to fight Tyron Woolley tonight. Uh, he was explaining how boxing is now, uh, his boxing career is, you know, uh, towards the end because his brain cannot sustain it. You know, he has a lot of issues regarding, uh, you know, the blood flow going into his brain. Uh, he has memory loss at this point. You know, he's, he, he's literally turning into, I don't know, flubber right now because, you know, he has taken uh, many hits and whatnot. And also let's not forget uh, Jake Paul is not a trained a well-trained boxer that's orthodox and knows how to protect himself uh, without, you know, while fighting. Because the game of boxing, to my understanding, of course, I'm not a boxer, but I'm an enthusiast. Uh, the game of boxing is punishing your opponent with, uh, without getting punished yourself. So I see that MK says, excuses. <laughs> Shannon Porter says he needs to stop or die. Look, I don't care. He's and a lot of people, like I said, is coming for me, telling me how he's not Puerto Rican to stop posting him as a Puerto Rican. Yo, the arrow points at what he represents. What flag do y'all see on his trunk? He has stated that he is. I did not do that. It was Jake, you know, from, from the family, the Pauls. Uh, you know, of Dorado. I didn't make this. He did. What the hell? Stop coming for me. And Radical says, listen, don't talk about Daddy Jake like that, okay? This is the best thing we have now. <laughs> MK says, and he's fighting in short periods of time. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think, look, if he, if he is having issues right now, it's because he chose to do this stuff without proper training this takes years to actually master this craft uh boxing is a science and if you're not going to use science like tyson fury has said you have to have a, a very notorious skills like being fat for example like like um tyson fury uses his fat andy ruiz used his fat as a weapon you have to have a weapon in you Cause that's basically what's gonna be up there. You're you're evaluating your skills to get another man that wants you down. So if you're not built for it, 
get the hell out of there. Uh, Radical says, Jake is a Puerto Rican as I am as white. Well, let me tell you something, uh, Radical. I did not make this up. Look at the arrow. That's what Jake said. You know, we need to respect his self-identification rights, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem if he wants to coin being Puerto Rican, whatever. But speaking of his show tonight, there's a Puerto Rican boxer that I admire very much. Amanda Serrano is going to be fighting Miriam Gutierrez tonight. So to be honest with you, I've seen her fight several times. He's a, she's amazing. Uh, and Jake Paul has given her the opportunity all the time to fight on his fights uh, and is paying her to do so. So I am not mad. He's doing things for Puerto Rico. He's Puerto Rican radical. Stop hating on Jake Paul. He's from the, the Paul family in Dorado, okay? Chill out. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know if you guys are ready for this. I mean, I'm going to go on a wild uh, route and predict that Amanda Serrano is going to dominate completely. But I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, but I think she's going to win, okay? Because Miriam Gutierrez was already coming in, making semi-excuses about C-19 and how she needed to rest and the restrictions and whatnot. Bitch, please, you're in the game of hurting people. Come on now. So I am all up for uh, Serrano. You guys know how I feel. I am very excited. Yeah, JS, you're, if, you're, if you feel like you're Chinese, you are, okay? I respect it. <laughs> look, look, radicals like Jake is not Latino. Fuck out of here. He's Latino radical. He's Latino. He said, I'm a boycott Denise for capping. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> radical, he said it. He he literally is, is repping his flag. That don't make him Latino. Isn't that what people tell me all the time that if you rep your flag, that makes you from that place? I'm confused. <laughs> Oh my God, don't get me started because then I'm the one that gets streams uh, being talked about. You know, people are going to get bajito. Say it, say it lower because people get offended. You know, then people are going to come at me and tell me all kinds of shit because I'm I'm here. Or they're going to call it, they call it classically. Oh, she's throwing jobs. She's throwing jobs. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've never been on a ring. I've taken some boxing classes in my life, but I mean, mm. <laughs> Anyway, I wish her the best. And even if she doesn't win, I'm still going to wish her the best. Because she is fucking amazing. I hope that you guys, you know, don't miss that. You guys know that I have fight night every Saturday with MK here at our house. Because we love combat sports a lot. Now, guys, that has been all for sports today. Without any further ado, I know many of you guys have waited for this. Let's go to our main topic. Jesus Christ, I have been talking so, so much. I get it. I get it. I talk a lot. I'm Puerto Rican. Can't stop it. Can't help it. But I know you guys love it. Otherwise, you guys wouldn't be here. Before I start the main topic, 
make sure that you hit that like button. There's no excuse as to why we don't have enough likes. Okay, let's let's hit that like button. You know, it doesn't cost you anything, but it helps me grow my platform. So I see that we have 13 people here. Thank you, guys. We have reached the likes. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> now, Piccolo knows best. I know this might sound off according to, you know, a lot of people that will assume, oh, she's not, a, she's not an anime fan, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? I am a new anime fan. I started watching anime this year and I have recently started watching one of the most notorious, if not the most notorious anime series in the animal, 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 Jesus Christ. It's, it's, yeah, this, this cold weather is affecting me. Anime spectrum or anime universe. And that is Dragon Ball Z. I know you guys say Dragon Ball Z. I'm saying in Spanish, Dragon Ball Z. So <laughs> Radical says, hey, 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 say it loud. They need to scap for White Sadie and she needs to go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So um, basically, when I stumbled across this, one thing that, you know, my antenna started tingling um, was when after this first season, uh, well, after the first encounter, that if if you don't know anything about um this anime in particular i will do like a very uh short recap right uh saiyans are basically soldiers with an immense amount of power that have been enslaved by frieza and literally they're conquering different worlds or different planets for him and the show starts with this saying that's mighty and powerful uh <laughs> radical stuff <laughs> so it literally sends uh th this saying goes to earth to make sure that kakarot aka goku has accomplished his mission to eliminate all life forms on planet earth just to encounter that Kakarot, uh, you know, it's actually one of the heroes of earth. And he doesn't remember this mission after he hurt his head and also his tail was removed. So after that, you know, they have their encounter. They decided to fight. He made fr not friends, but frenemies with Piccolo, the second strongest hero of planet earth and they both fought head to head with goku's brother uh so basically after they were able to kill him goku gets killed too in the process uh he goes and trains with king k and whatnot and in the meantime his four-year-old uh son gohan is left on earth and after a, a very short display of his immense amount of power Piccolo decides that now, since two other uh, stronger Saiyans are coming towards Earth to fight and find the Dragon Balls so that they can wish for eternal life, he has to prep little Gohan and prep him for battle because he has the powers to do so. And I, I know I might get a copyright strike, but I want to... Um, I want to share with you guys 
a little bit of this video uh, where uh, Piccolo is explaining to Gohan, which usually Gohan at four years old is is uh, coddled a lot by Chi Chi, his mother that's always micromanaging his life and he wants to be an orthopedist and she, she doesn't want him to do combat sports. She doesn't want him to learn how to defend himself. She doesn't want him to do any training on um, on uh, martial arts or anything like that because her son is going to be a martial artist. And that is something that we will discuss later on. But I want you guys to see that first interaction after that fight uh, that, you know, Goku, Piccolo, and Gohan had with uh, the first Saiyan that landed on planet Earth. So I'm going to play for you guys uh, so that you guys can see what I'm talking about. Wake up, you little tenderfoot. Boot camp is about to begin. <laughs> what happened? You did that little trick all by yourself with your own power. It's rare to have such power at your age, but you need to learn how to control it. Well, basically, uh, you guys saw like this first interaction where Gohan keeps crying and crying. Yeah, I know I can get copyrighted, MK. That's why I, um, I said it before, but I needed to show you guys what I'm making reference to. Basically, in this interaction, uh, Gohan keeps crying about the fact that he wants to be, he doesn't want to be a warrior. He doesn't want to be uh, this mighty warrior like his dad. And in the first scenes, you see Gohan in every situation that he gets himself into, crying for um, his dad to come rescue him. And he's used to that. So basically he's telling him, I'm a kid. I want to be an orthopedist. I don't want to save the world. I don't want to fight. I don't want to do these things. And that literally, uh, yeah, that's fair use, fair use, fair use, <laughs> fair use. Um, so basically what he's doing is that, you know, um, Piccolo tells him, you know, we just fought. Uh, this this mighty Saiyan that was not even the most powerful Saiyan out there and your dad died and it's right now training in a different universe and you have to prep with me because he's the only one that's left. He's the second strongest, uh, you know, hero of Earth and I'm going to train you. And what he tells him after that was the first teaching that Piccolo gives Gohan. Uh, what he says to Gohan is the first thing that I'm going to teach you is that I'm going to leave you in this year. I'm going to leave you six months because you need to learn how to take care of yourself. And that, uh, <laughs> I know radical. I know. Um, the first thing I'll probably crop it out. So thank you guys for being concerned. I'll crop it out after this, but I wanted to show you guys for the purposes of the show. Um, basically, uh, what, um, he tells him, I want you to take care of yourself. 
that's the first lesson that I'm going to teach you. And if you survive those six months, then I'm going to train you and teach you how to fight. And that brings me back to the purpose of this show. You guys have seen me on the second season going, uh, you know, very hard on the need for slow tabs to reform. And it's crazy because I have received the most, the most resistance from people that I would have never thought, uh, you know, yeah, six, six months through. Uh, I have received the most resistance from different people from different walks of life, different demographics and age, different demographics in every aspect, defending why slow taps don't need to listen to me, how my message is insignificant somehow. So I needed to bring people uh, like Mr. Peterson that I, I brought on, on, even I put it on my Instagram when he, when he talked about how the men that run the world act. And, and the reason why a lot of people don't understand what I'm saying, what I'm saying is because I've watched the slow taps for two years before I even started a channel, justifying and, and, and yelling how they want to overcome the issues that Latin America uh, goes through, uh, how they're trying to become this powerful, mighty force in the United States. Um, how they want to combat the American empire. And I'm like, how are we supposed to do those things when you guys don't even take care of yourselves? And that is something that brought me to the question, because I know a lot of men in particular watch anime and watch Dragon Ball Z. It, it has been very uh, notorious. If you cannot take care of yourself, which is the first thing that a four-year-old is learning, how in hell are you even going to learn how to fight, defend yourself, and defend your country? I don't understand that. Or defend your collectivity. Let's say you want to stay in the U.S. How are we going to defend our collectivity when we don't even apply what we learned from Piccolo? That is basically, he's talking, the reason why this show is so relatable is because it speaks to our day-to-day -day life. It literally speaks to our day-to-day -day life. And how are we supposed to get to point C if we want to avoid point B? We're on point A, which is we're concerned about what's happening. We all want it to stop. We all want to change it. And point C is actually making the change, but we don't want to go through point B. We have gotten used to this gratification. We have, uh, I've spoken about uh, automation on season one, and a lot of people don't understand. That's what's coming. It's happening. Robots are taking over. AI is taking over. You got to stay competent to the market. Getting married and having babies and throwing them at the system is not going to cut it. <clears throat> and I get it. It sucks. I get it. It does sucks, but it has to be freaking done. It has to be freaking done. If you cannot take care of yourself, pay for your own food, your own home, your own shelter, your own vehicle, your own life, your own business, your own family, and being able to thrive and create create different sources of income. That is the only way you make wealth in the United States. It's not working hard. It's not working, you know, 
oh, I'm going to thrive in construction. Construction is about to be automated. Yes, Robert, robots, robots have taken over Walmart. Absolutely, they're taking over McDonald's. And Maceo says, someone chorro de mamaos, they're not going to do anything. Yeah, absolutely. People often get offended when I tell them, this is not a me thing. I think I'm going to make a damn t-shirt. This is not a Denise thing. It's kind of like a reality thing. It's kind of like a life thing. And I've said it even with the law. It's not a Denise thing. It's the law thing. It's not a Denise thing. I did not invent the world. It's not my fault. Stop blaming me for just pointing out, yo, there's a writing in the law. Learn how to take care of yourself. That is the first damn step. I have spoken about it in detail in many of my shows. So first of all, Learn how to only shop for what you need, not what you want. Second of all, stop having all those damn babies when you're under 35 if you're a man. And if you're a woman, start aiming for a guy that's older that can take care of you. Third of all, stay competent in the market. If the market doesn't need your skills, I don't give a shit if you have a PhD on that because the market doesn't adjust to you. You adjust to the market. Just like Gohan needed to adjust to his new reality, which was the earth was under siege by Saiyans that were coming their way. But the first step, make no mistake, is learn how to take care of yourself. I see that Shannon Porter said, I studied this in class. You are right. Absolutely. We all know that what we're talking about here, the reason why so many people that are intellectuals, that are professionals, come here to this platform, they come here because, unfortunately, this message does not seem to get further than 10% of the population. And that is the public that I speak to. Because they understand this, because we have all studied this and see this in class. I have spoken many times how when I went into college to study how to do sound, we had to learn. It was right at the moment where analog recording systems were transitioning into digital. I was lucky enough to have professors that taught me both systems. But today, point me in the fucking direction when you see analog systems being the, the standard for the market. And all the sound engineers that had 40, 30, 25 years of experience that did not want to learn the damn digital systems are out of a fucking job. I know many of them, dear friends, super talented, working right now for the federal government because there's nothing else for them to do in this market. That is what is coming to every freaking aspect of manual labor, retail, Even in tech, that's what's coming. That's what it's coming, and we're not doing anything. And as if that isn't enough, as Latinos, we have an extra layer. And that extra layer is while all of this stuff is happening, Latin America is going to take 10 steps back because we never catch up to America today, and America is about to jump 
to almost 50 years in technology technological advance because this started in the 80s most of latin america's technologically wise is in the 70s at the most mexico is in the 80s and 90s and america is about to literally jump into the future so how behind are we you have kids in singapore in kindergarten learning how to build a circuit you know when i learned how to how to build a circuit in college my first year of college when i was studying sound engineering they taught me how to build that considering electricity source of power outputs ohms amps that's what i learned on my first year of college imagine in that what i'm talking about is an americanized island that has america's standards america is that far behind from singapore and is catching up imagine the rest of latin america puerto rico is not third world but it's second world it's not first world make no mistake the rest of latin america aside from certain areas of mexico certain areas from colombia certain areas from brazil in Argentina, let's kick Argentina to the side. It's their world. 78% of us is in, in chronic poverty. 78%. That means almost eight in every 10 people. But then when I say these things, I get all the resistance. I get all the resistance. I see that radical says, Fuck that. I'll let the government do all that. I'm good. I'm going to stay home and play Pokemon. Yeah, that's that's literally what we're seeing. That's literally what we're seeing with people. And then when we get to say these things to them, they just take it personal. This is not a personal shit. Gohan did not have time to take what Piccolo was saying to him personal. Why? Because he understood at four years old that the world needed him to become competent. I don't care about what you want. Adulthood is not about what we want. Adulthood is what about it's needed. Shannon Porter says, I feel you, sis. I don't think that NAFTA hurt Latin America as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People don't understand these things because they don't want to listen. And a lot of people get offended and call us nerds, that we think we're better than people. Well, guess what? Pick a damn book. It's not my fault that some of us are seeing things coming and trying to stay competent to the market and you don't want to. If you don't want to, and we're trying to give you this information and you still fight us instead of fighting what's coming, is it really our fault? This is a message that's beyond me. I just turned on to uh, the radio the other day. Guess what the radio is launching right now here in Los Angeles? A Latino business show. Why? Because Latinos are not competent enough to the market. That's what the radio said. That's what the radio said. 
So what, are you going to go to the radio and tell them the same shit you tell me? Or are you going to try to go at the host of that show and tell them how his penis is? Everybody that has, that can put two and two together is seeing this coming. But the losers that keep telling us that, no, I don't have to work as hard. I don't have to develop my skills. I don't have to do these things. All I have to do is get married and chill out and have fun and entertain myself. That is what's fucking up this country. That is what's fucking up our country. That's what fucked up our indigenous population. They were chilling. They were very spiritual people. Just like right now, we're very Catholic and we base everything on the Catholic church. And I'm not dissing my Christian fellows. Yes, follow your faith, but your faith establishes that you pray and act. Pray and act. Why you only want to pray? Pray and act. And people want to do only the pray part, forgetting the act part, and expect God to come down here and do their job for them. Oh, hell no. God said no. Act. That's what God said today. No. How about that? I see the channel says, I have a very cool Latin neighbor. He has practical skills. He grows food, fixes cars, etc. I dig him. Yeah, but those things, Shannon, with due respect, those things, growing food and fixing cars eventually in 2034, he will have no skills competent to the market. He'll be out of a job. He'll be out of a job. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying the Latinos are not... Um, are not hard workers, are not people that learn. It's just that the skills that we have right now and in our bulk, the bulk of us, the skills that we have in 2034 will no longer be needed anywhere. No one will fucking employ you. No one, because you're not needed. A robot that doesn't need meal breaks, dental, healthcare, rest time, human rights, a robot doesn't need that. You need that. And what you have to do is learning either how to code, how to create your own technology, how to get into science, mathematics. That's what you need. And do it in different ways. It's that simple. But we don't want to do that. And I asked the question today before I let people in, because I want to keep this as brief as possible. I want to give people the opportunity to talk. Did Piccolo knew best? Let's just move this past me. This is not something that you have to look at me. I'm just the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Did Piccolo knew best when he trained Gohan? What Gohan did? We saw him on the fight with Vegeta. And, and Gohan's ability to fight and, and harness his little power did it not help Goku when his body was shredded. Did he not, didn't his skills save Goku and Earth from Vegeta when he was still standing? That's literally it. 
that's literally it. Channel, I see that Shannon says, not market savvy, no, but he will eat, love. I think the kids will propel us. I really do. Yeah, I, he will eat. He will eat, that's for sure. He will eat. He will eat. I agree with you 100%. My thing is, if you're going to talk about death to America, if you're going to talk about how Latinos are this force, you have to act the part. Because if not, just do what uh, Channel is bringing. Just eat and chill out. Smoke a blunt, smoke a cigar, whatever you want to smoke, and just chill out, eat. But don't be trying to be something you are not. I get it. That's the way social media is. Social media allows you to portray that you're a force over the world and you're this amazing person and you have all this shit figured out. And you're amazing and you're the best and you're the shit. But in the real world, you're a fucking loser. That's all I'm saying. Pick what you want to do. If you just want to eat, then shut up about the American empire. Now, the rest of us, like myself, like the people that watches me, that actually wants to do other things, We're not just going to settle for eating. I love that channel uh, brought up that point because that is literally what we're saying. If you want to eat, fine. Keep doing your manual labor. Keep learning how to plant. Keep being fucking gardening and that stuff. No problem. There's no problem in honorable work. Go ahead and do so. Go ahead and do so. But don't be talking here mad crap about death to America, nothing like that. Stay, Stick to your plan. You're planning to just be poor. And that it's okay. Be poor. But do it in grace. But maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm just talking shit. Maybe Piccolo did not knew best. Maybe, and I'm going to, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to drift this message away from me. And I wish that my detractors would do the same. This is not a Denise thing. This is not a Denise thing. This is a, it's what's happening thing. Take my message out of my persona, evaluate it, and attack that message in any way you feel like to. But I am pretty sure you're not going to do that because to do that is to try to change the natural curse of humans. I'm going to put the, the link in the chat. And like I said, if you feel like I'm full of shit, if you want to just uh, expand on, on what I'm talking about, you can do so. But the Piccolo knew best. In my opinion, he does. And that's literally why Earth had a chance. We're just waiting now on to when, when Latin America and the Latin diaspora will ever have a freaking chance. But maybe, just maybe, it will happen with our kids or the babies that you're having and trying to throw at the system. 
But guys, I'm going to go into intermission. It's 137 where I'm at. Well, 138 now. I'm going to come back at 143 with panel members. If you wish to express your opinion, if you want to contribute to the topic, if you want to uh, bring your disagreement, maybe you feel like I'm talking on my ass. I don't know what I'm talking about, blah, 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 blah. Whatever it is you feel. If you feel any of those things and you want to share your thoughts, tune in. Join the panel and express your opinion. I will be back at 1.43 p.m. Uh, with the panel members. See you then.
We are back. We are back. We are back, people. I hope you got your snacks. I got. I hope you got your drinks, everything that you need. Uh, let's welcome our panel members. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody that the views and the statements of the guests do not necessarily represent those of the channel and or those of the panel members, as some comments may be offensive to select groups of people. Also, I want to remind everybody that by calling into the live show, you waive your rights to the use of your image and likeness for the purposes of this show. So without any further ado, I want to welcome the one, the only, the taladro, radical Latino. What's up, radical? Yo, 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 what's up? Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you good. Okay, okay. Um, I'm using my AirPods. I usually uh, don't use my airpods for live streams uh give me so, give uh, me one second i have one more person the mayor of frosty land the the <laughs> lord of the cold the king of the north Jose. <laughs> good afternoon radical good afternoon daughter what's, what's up, up what's, what's up, up? okay well, let, i'm gonna let you guys um uh, I'll let you guys talk, but I just wanted to say one thing real quick. I'm, I, I got to put gas in my car. I just got to say one thing real quick uh, before before um, I do want to say anything. Uh, Denise, you're telling me that the, the answer isn't getting babies and believing in God? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what I'm, <laughs> am I hearing you correctly? That's absolutely right. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. So, Jose, what do you think? Do you think Piccolo knew best? Uh, you know what? Um, as a whole, I agree with 95% with everything that you have said. I do, with all the respect in the world, you know I love you very much. But I disagree 100% with the statement that the pandemic is older. It's not based on personal opinion. It is based on statistical data because I'm not like these slow tips, okay? <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna argue with facts. The fact of the matter is this. 805,000 people in this country have passed through the COVID-19. There have been almost 51 million cases of, of people getting COVID-19. And on one day, there's been over 170,000 people infected. There are multiple thousands that are currently in this ICU due to the COVID-19. In the state of California, where you're from, there have been 75,898 deaths due to COVID-19. In my state, which is New York, it's 57,989. Um, 
And the fact of the matter is we still have a large portion of the citizenry that's not been fully vaccinated. With all due respect, to say that the pandemic is over is being premature. I love you, but this is what I believe. And it's not based on opinions, it's based on facts. No, I know, I know. And you bring interesting facts. I think I should have worded it better. I think you're right on that aspect. You know, the impacts of COVID, like you stated, are still here. Um, I should have worded it this way. The mandates and all these measures need to be over because the threat, it's over. Because this is the way I see it. Hear me out. Mm -hmm. If we have already avenues to treat actively the disease, the virus, how much of a threat COVID really is right now? Because we have the vaccine already. You feel me? The only threat that we have right now is people's stupidity on taking measures to prep to get COVID-19. So I should have worded, I should have, I understand your point. You're absolutely right. I'm, I should have worded like the threat that they're trying to make us believe that exists is not out there anymore. We have the pill is coming out. The vaccine has been out. Uh, you know, the, the, we know already that if you take vitamin D, your zinc, your B12, and you stay active and you stay healthy, you know, it's going to, it's going to decimate the impact of the, the virus, but people are not taking any measures. And that's the real pandemic. Jose, I will have to respectfully disagree. Uh, COVID-19 is over if you have babies and believe in God. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yes, that it, it is. This is not my belief. This is <laughs> no, he brought his facts. He he checked me. <laughs> he brought his facts. <laughs> no, because I'm not I'm not a slow tap. If I'm gonna disagree, I'm gonna bring proof to the table. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's okay. all I ask for, you know. Disagree I, I find, with I facts. It, I find it interesting that um certain mandates are coming back, you know, um back up. Uh, certain uh, uh, jobs that I'm seeing around my um, the area that my shop is in is being you know pushed, and I'm I'm pretty much given no choice but to ask for vaccinations uh, to my employees. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like a forced type of thing to the point where my gym where I go to, um, I'm starting to go to again. Um, they uh they because of the mandates they said oh well you know we have to give you know people have to ha be masked up because of the mandates and all this other stuff and it was such a big pushback they had to email people the next day saying that well now the mask is optional the mask is optional if you guys want to it's up to you guys blah 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 but this is um I I agree with Denise the the mandates need to stop. If a pill, if a pill is on the way, or it's already approved for emergency use, and that pill, so-called, is, is is to stop the 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 big effects of this virus, 
it, it's that's it. It's over. Just just open things back up. It's all. I'm. You know what I mean? Everybody's tired of it already. Um, radical. I'm as tired with these mandates as every every rational human being is. Unfortunately, okay. This and I'm and again, I'm not stating opinion. I'm stating facts. So um, the fact of the matter is, um, unfortunately, you have individuals who are not taking this seriously. Okay, they're not doing what needs to be done in order to reduce the spread of C19, which is a result we have cases that are going through the roof. I mean, particularly in in our city of New York, um, we you know the cases are spiking up because, and I think part of it is caution fatigue because we've been wearing these masks for almost two years. I understand it. I don't like wearing a mask. I mean, first of all, half the time people cannot understand what I'm saying when I'm wearing it. Okay, and the, this whole notion of, you know, pra practicing social distancing, I get it. It is a pain in the butt. Unfortunately, we're dealing with the reality. As long as we have people who act stupidly and not act rationally. Uh, we cannot say that this pandemic is over. And, you know, people need to take responsible action. Now, I know you're going to disagree with me. I respect you, but I'm just simply stating, and again, it's based on facts. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, no, I no, I agree with you. That, that is an issue. You know, people are not taking um, this serious, but what, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, if a if a pill is pretty much done, then why should these people even take care of themselves or take care of how they move? There's a pill. You just go to Rite Aid and you can just take it. You know what I mean? So that that's how I see it. But no, I, I do agree with you uh, on what you're saying. Listen, the reason why I got vaccinated is because one of my friends died in Florida because of COVID. You know, a 30-year-old 30, a 30 bodybuilder, somebody that I knew, who I worked with, you know, he passed away in Florida, 30, 30 years old. He's young. You, you would think, you would think, and also these experts say, well, young people could uh, kick it quick. Listen, he died within the week of, of contracting it. It was, that scared me so much that, um, I made appointments for me and my wifey. I was totally against it. I was totally against it, but I was like, nah, hold up. Something has to give, you know? So <coughs> that's the reason why I got it. Am I going to get a booster? Hell no. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get no damn <laughs> booster. But, but the thing is, if there's a pill that's already done, it's already <coughs> made, it's just sitting in the lab for approval, then why should I, we even care anymore? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's over. This pill is going to be right next to the Plan B pills. Who cares? Okay. Yeah. If, if the data is there that proves it, that with this pill, we don't need all the other mandates, I would agree with you 100%. At this point, we do not know. And the fact of the matter is, and this is what, this is what gets lost with a lot of people, both pro and anti-vax, 
even if you're vaccinated, it does not mean <coughs> it does not mean that you cannot get COVID nineteen. What it does mean is you it, it will hopefully reduce the effects. Now, I do not know a lot about the pill, so I'm not going to speak further. But I, again, if the facts indicate by taking the pill will eliminate all the effects of COVID-19, I would say get rid of the mandates. But we need to have the data to prove it. No, you're, you're right. We do, need, we do need the data. I don't think the data has been out yet or enough um, evidence for this pill has been out, but I, I agree with you. We need more, we need more data. Um, the way I've been, and I've been very, I've been very careless, and I'm gonna be very honest. The way I've been moving around these two years, I've been extremely careless. Mask, no mask, I didn't care. I was raw dog in the air, like nothing. <laughs> like I, I did not, I did not care. You know, the, the 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 first three months when my when my gym opened back up and I started going there and they said, We're not gonna check for proof, but if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. I was just walking in there like I was. So I I again I'm not saying that well the way I was doing it, I didn't contract it. I probably did, and I didn't even know I was a super spreader, you know what I mean? But my my th my thing is, I've been the most careless of this whole situation, and for my knowledge, I haven't contracted anything. I haven't even gotten enough of a sniffle, you know, to 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 even indicate or get worried or whatever the case is. So, the way I see it, again, I understand deaths. What about what about the recovers? A lot of people focus on the devs. I bet you one thousand percent that the recovery rates are way higher than the devs. Absolutely. But now, guys, let's move from C nineteen. Um, uh, let's go back to the topic. Uh, Piccolo knows best, and I want to welcome Rakim, my brother from another mother. <laughs> from Chicago, from directly from the streets of Chicago. Rakim, <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up, Denise? What's up to Rad? What's up to Jose? How you guys doing today? Okay, uh, actually, it's now less than three days until the first day of winter. Oh my God. Yeah, winter, winter is here. I'm feeling it already. <laughs> now, what do you guys think about Piccolo knows best? Do you guys think that if we follow that same mindset of just waiting for shit to happen, uh, that's going to change something? Or you think that that type of strategy, even though it's in an anime, you know, fantasy land, but if we apply it to our real life, um, does it work? Did he knew best? Uh, being proactive, does it pay off? I definitely think being proactive pays off. Um, I think using Piccolo, matter of fact, that was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid, by the way. Um, I remember, I think using that analogy sums up a lot of things. You know, you have to be prepared and you have to have a sense of foresight to be able to understand what's going on. Um, the reason why 
also in this age of information, this age of technology, the more and more things that becomes invented and created. And, uh, you know, that's that's going to use like a, a mechanical, you know, some type of mechanical employment or just business in general. That's going to be the new surge within this era of technology. We need to know that the way that the dominant society works, most minorities is going to be shut out. And the fact that we're going to be shut out is the fact that we don't know about a lot of this technology. And we know that most of these people want to keep, uh, you know, shit control of things and keep most of the money to themselves. They don't want the competition. So it's very important to understand that. And I think a lot of people need to be getting into uh, STEM. You know, a lot of minorities should be getting into STEM. And I definitely, I, I definitely understand that analogy. And I will say that I can see it from both ends of the spectrum because as much as I understand where you're coming from, Denise, I also understand that there's a lot of people that don't like to interest themselves in things that they find to be difficult or things that they find to take too many critical thinking skills. You know, they may just like to be entertained. And I mean, when the chips are down and it's time to roll the dice, the only thing I can say is on you. So if you, you know, if you feel that, you know, you prepare for whatever's going to come or you're just going to deal with it when it comes, then you'll cross that bridge when you get there. But, but for somebody that wants to be prepared and they want to know what's going on in the fields of technology and how robots are taking over certain jobs and everything like that, it's important to stay on top of those things because at the end of the day, you don't want to be left with the short end of the stick and trying to figure out how you're going to figure things out excuse me after you're gonna how you're gonna figure things out after you've already you know after we're already there so and that's that's what what that's, that's right what people are waiting. with a fat booty <laughs> and, and to do anything for i control her with my phone you heard oh my god <laughs> Rad, what you on man <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself right no i'm joking i'm joking no but seriously it's something that i i find it funny uh, during the season uh, that we have uh, tomorrow we're going to touch on the psychological aspect today I just wanted to touch on the financial aspect that we get so much pushback by the same people that oftentimes tell us that they are going to to bring this new resurrection of the Latin Empire that hasn't been around for a thousand plus years and before I continue the discussion, I want to welcome the one person, the warrior, the avenger that's yielding the sword of intelligence in a raw way. <laughs> Brotep. What's up, Brotep? Hey, Brotep. How are you doing today? What's up with you, Brotep? Yeah, what up? Yeah, don't don't say that no more. Didn't didn't you hear them call us uh, fake Avengers or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? I'm gonna say something. Uh, yeah. In Endgame, um, there was there was something that just now when you say that, uh, you know, make my antennas go wild. We're yeah. not the Avengers. We're the Prevengers. You know, yeah. we're not that. Don't don't mis keep misquoting us. We're not the Avengers. Avengers yeah. avenge things yep. after they happen. We're the prevention. <laughs> um, guys, we're the we're the island of intelligence in a sea of stupidity. 
<laughs> so, bro, what do you think? The Piccolo knew best. The Piccolo knows best, according to what we're seeing. Yeah, and, and, and bro, yeah, what do, you, what do you think about robots with fat booties and stuff? Like, what do you think about that too? <laughs> I think, um, I think that the the market's about to change in 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 many ways, including automation. So, you know, we have to. There are a lot of things we have to do to prepare. First of all, like um, usually I'm speaking to uh, to the black diaspora or diaspora, but in this case, I think I think everyone who's who's uh, who's intelligent needs to take heed that yeah, you have to prepare for a heightened it's it, it's a heightened state of competition that's coming up. Prepare your children. Uh, teach them, teach them a trade that's important that will be marketable in this new economy that's coming up. Uh, a, a trade that won't be taken over by <laughs> by cyber cybernetics by robots. You know, teach them also nature arts like how to fish, how to hunt, and, and these other sorts of things because it it's one thing I, that I learned while I was out in. Um, in the south is that there's a supply line that that feeds the entire country and what's going to happen if those trucks because we took for we took for uh for granted that if we wanted some food we stopped by burger king or mcdonald's or sonic but doing a lot of jogging out there i came upon the supply line that got you know, all the, the McNuggets you get, all the nuggets you get, you know, for McDonald's, the same nuggets over at Burger King. It's it's a supply line that brings it to it. And I saw where all the trucks are parked and all those big supply trucks that they come in. What would happen if something happens to the route or the supply chain? Now you have to fend for yourself, right? So we have to be prepared uh, full spectrum, not only for automation, if we have, uh, you know, robots take over all of our duties but also if if worse comes to worse we have to fend for ourselves yeah yeah and i see something that i wanted to highlight that js said it's like time to get seeds look yeah uh if you that's another thing that i say to the ones that are like oh you know i'm, I'm a gardener and blah, blah blah look in 2002 my grandpa that used to grow his own food uh started teaching us all his grandkids the the tomatoes that he grew himself with hydroponics hydroponics versus the ones that we bought from the from the grocery store when he cut them in half the amount of seeds that the tomatoes had at the grocery store compared to the ones that he had was insanely insanely different you have to get seeds that are not manipulated to reproduce seeds because they have been manipulated. And that's something that uh, every time that we see these people that don't understand what we're talking about, uh, if you think you're going to eat for a long time, and he, this is something my grandpa used to tell me, may he rest in peace. In, in peace. Um, one thing that I would say is if you think that the food right now that you're eating is healthy and, and grown in a proper way you're late to the show the last wars of this world will be over 
water and seeds. And that has already started. You cannot buy any seeds for anything anywhere other than natural places that are very select that has not been manipulated. So and that's another another thing. Why these people don't look deeper and they want to stay? Because I see it like this. Everything in life is like a cake. And the slow types tend to love to stay on the frosting part. Oh, I know like basic knowledge of this and basic knowledge of that. So I'm good. No. <laughs> Why you don't get to the actual damn cake? Because mm -hmm. it makes too much sense. Too much sense. <laughs> 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 Wait, so, so Denise, you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me, Believing in God and having babies isn't going to help me in the war against water and seeds. Well, I, just had, a, you I just had about a the I just had a baby. I had my own seed. What you talking about, Denise? <laughs> um, guys, uh, yeah, I, I, you I, the I just put in my two cents. Yeah, go ahead. As the only Christian here in the in the panel, okay, even the Bible talks about. Faith without works is dead. You hear me? Dead. In other words, you have to have faith and you have to have works. It is like a two-sided coin. All due respect, Jose, but as a Hispanista who is a Hispano, I would say that having babies and believing in God is the only thing that's going to save us. Rolte mentioned another important part that they also the, the roots the three roots the three the roots sun. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 the hang, roots, the hang on the three roots the three roots and don't and don't forget we gotta make the dr white again <laughs> yeah that that's that's basically what we have been talking about here and. And one thing that I, I see more in society today and with our beloved slow taps is that, you know, the resistance to proactive thinking and being proactive. And I know people hate me for pulling up, you know, and I am I'm going to do a quick disclaimer because I know that some people think that, you know, uh pulling up definitions is offensive i get it you're offended we don't care now um, Denise, pulling, define, up, pulling out definitions is a white supremacist thing to do it's yeah it's, it's putting people down it's putting so, Denise, people so down. the last two streams i did i offended a lot of people by giving definitions yes yes you did that's belittling people Jose. you're a white supremacist now, bro. yeah crazy. you're a white supremacist Jose. you're saying that because you're a blanco a, 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 a gringo looking puerto rican now the definition of proactive is of a person, policy, or action, creating or controlling a situation by causing something to happen rather than responding to it after it has happened. You know, and like I said, if you are insulted by this, I, I apologize if you're insulted by me pulling definitions. Uh, basically, preparing for something or acting in a way where you control the destiny of a situation, analyzing all the risks involved in it and all the benefits, 
That is what being proactive means. And that is what we are lacking in today's society. That's what the slow tips love not to do. And that's why those slow tips love to attack the proactive members of this collectivity. Instead of just becoming proactive and staying productive. Now, do you guys have any uh, anything else to add to the topic? I'm going to start with closing statements because I don't like to go over two hours and some minutes. Um, oh, my I'm God. You're let... such a copycat. Oh ah, <laughs> yeah. That's another thing, you know, Radical. We're here stealing people's content, right? That's exactly. what we do, you know? Want to exactly. be Such like them. Oh Want to be like them, you know? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> final thoughts on this whole, um, you know, pickle nose best. It's something that we can apply and, you know, that we learn from, from the anime spectrum. Uh, as the nerddom of this YouTube community, uh, what are your final thoughts on this whole, you know, staying proactive and not, instead of waiting for shit to happen? Rad? Oh, it was me. I thought you were picking somebody else. My bad. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. My bad, my bad, my bad. Um, I, I didn't really give my real thoughts, but yeah, okay, go ahead. here goes. Um, I, I believe that you're 100% right. Um. I, I don't know if you probably came across this website. There's a website where you um, it tells you the, the probability of your job title or that industry becoming um, automated within a couple of years. So if you um, so I, I there was like maybe two three years ago, I decided just to put random things on in there. Doctor, it says fifteen years before it becomes animated. Fifteen twenty something five years, right? I put, I I just put service worker. It said two and a half years. Holy put, shit. Holy I put, shit. I put driver, just regular truck driver, right? It said less than five years. Yeah. They're so, already here in Silicon Valley. They're already testing the self-driving trucks and vehicles. Oh, yeah. Damn. They, uh, Damn, I'm already, in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They already My house is not paid, paid off yet. It's <laughs> uh, a good thing I'm yep, trying in a few years. They already did that. Um, they 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 already did the the cross country self driving truck um thing. They did that uh two years ago, I believe. And the first uh, it was like a, a big feat because it was a surf first self driving solar truck that did a cross-country, uh, you know, drive from New York all the way to California um, in, within, uh, was it two weeks or something like that? And it was all by itself. Um, so so I know the thing, the, the things, they're, they're moving fast. I, I understand. And the, the only things that might stop it is uh, legislation. Um, those are the type of things that might halt it. But the technology is already here. Um, if anybody um, knows uh, the company called Weibo, Weibo is a, a uh, is is a uh, it's a company that's doing the self driving um, cars and and they're selling parts of their code to Google. You know, Apple. I don't know if you guys are. I'm I'm very in tune with all the news that is becoming Apple. Apple, there's rumors that Apple is 
deciding to, um, you know, do their own car without a steering wheel and pedals. So this is already a thing that the, the people, big people, big people with deep pockets are looking at the industry and they already know where it's going to go. And again, I, I think, I, and this is just my congestion, I think that the only, is going to get to a point where the only human beings that are going to have jobs are the ones that are going to be volunteering for those jobs and is the ones that is going to basically maintain these robots in working order. That's, that's what I believe. So, yeah. for, and, and guess what? A company could literally have a team of probably 15 people, less than 20, to just take care of everything. Yeah, and and, you know? and but you know what they will they will say to us, oh, I just had to get into mechanics. It's not just mechanics. Look, I I recently was talking to this um this car dealership uh this 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 car uh, salesman and with Jaguar, and he was explaining to me how even if you're going to buy a Jaguar or a Mercedes and whatnot, one of the things that is most expensive, we see a lot of these luxury cars now going for 30 something thousand for 28,000 and whatnot. He's like, the, that's a scam because the money is in the repairs. If you're going to replace today, a Mercedes Benz battery, the mechanic that works on your car, you have to bring it to the dealership because the battery has to be programmed to the car. And the Mercedes-Benz door alone has 36 different adjustments to be programmed to that battery. You can put it in and it will work, but it will not have a lot of functions in the vehicles because it has to be programmed. So you still have to involve technology. Yeah, well, 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 yeah, that's that's a way how um, these companies are trying to just uh, stifle money back from the customer. Uh, Apple Apple does this all, all the time. Apple started to do this, you know, with their first phone or even with the iPod. You couldn't even take the battery out. If you wanted to do so, you had to take it to a to a, the Apple store or a self-repair shop, you know? And it was, you know, X amount of money. But now they've gotten to the point where they have code, code, that if you replace the battery in the screen, even if it's from another iPhone that is genuine, the FaceTime and screen will disable. The camera won't work. And it will start giving you warning signs about the battery and everything. And there's obviously workarounds with this type of thing. But we've seen companies do this with everything. With everything. LG had a class action lawsuit a couple of years ago because their washers and dryers required a certain um, chip inside because it that that chip was faulty or whatever the case is customers ended up finding out on amazon you can literally buy it for five cents the same chip you could buy it for five cents so customers did that and ended up finding out that the goddamn washing machine was was bricked was not working because they self-repaired it 
and they did not break anything on it. The only thing is that that chip had a neural engine inside of it that said if it was from a LG manufacturer or not. So we see we see these type of things that actually happen in industries, and I understand how unfortunate it is. And it's it's messed up. If you buy something, that's what you do. You own it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it goes deeper than that because now these companies are going to become to the point where everything's going to be self-sufficient. You know, these companies are going to grow to a point where money is not going to be exchanged at the same rate that it is now. Everything is going to become self-sufficient. And I, I believe out, outside of universal-based income, there's going to be a lot more things coming that's going to impact the working class. And a lot of people like these, these slow tubs that keep on talking about having babies and praying in God is going to work. That's idiotic. Because the first person that even said that, the main person that even says that doesn't even believe in that because they, so-called they have their own business. So-called, which I don't believe, but whatever. So-called, they, the, <laughs> right they have their own business. Right so isn't that going against their own um, uh, theories? Radical. Say it, say it lower because they'll get offended, you know. <laughs> but th that goes against their that goes against literally everything that they preach. You know what I'm saying? That makes no type of sense. You have dumb fucks out here literally saying, My game plan for the next five years is to get someone pregnant and leave it up to God. Jesus Christ, you know what I'm saying? Which is Jesus stupid. Christ. The fuck? <laughs> Um, I, I'm as as the as the only Christian in the panel. I find it ludicrous. Wow. Yeah, but radical. Uh, that's that's something that when we try to talk about that, uh, we get individuals here that jump in to yell at us that they are right. And it's like I said today. The Prevengers are talking to the rest of the <laughs> Avengers, you know, and we're getting insulted. But make no mistake, in 2029, we're going to see those same fuckers here asking us how to fix their life. And let me tell you something. The last time I checked, my name ain't Ayala. I ain't going to fix your <laughs> life. I'm Denise Gonzalez. Whenever but, it's time for y'all that are the Avengers to come to us, the pre-Avengers for info, kick rocks, but, watch but the, the videos. Let, let's, let's, <laughs> let, but let's talk. And I'm going to just say this one thing and then you can put me backstage and everything. Because mm -hmm. I know you're wrapping it up. But mm -hmm. listen, I understand that insightful videos insightful information doesn't get the views that it gets unfortunately that's the truth you know ratchet content jerry springer type of content does i get it it's unfortunate right but again this is not a shameless plug but i made a video about how to make money five different ways you know last time i checked some of those ways or most of those ways is pretty safe 
and it won't and it won't get automated as quickly or at all as some of these other industries. This Not is only that, radical. I made a video months ago. I think like five months ago, talking about how to get into business with no money, no freaking money whatsoever by just investing your time and bringing value to a pre-existent company and bringing clientele and making commission out of what you're doing no one <laughs> no one not a single person reach out not a single person of this of that group the avengers wanted to take that into their own hands no one they don't have to invest nothing but their stupid time stop watching too much uh porn and that porn time that you invest go invest it in a business with no money you don't have to put anything out of pocket there's no risk you're still wasting that time jerking yourself off <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 the thing is and and again this is gonna be my last thing uh, the thing is that i'm not speaking out of my ass, you know. I just gave one example, and this this actually was recently, of how much money I made on articles. Mind you, mind you, I'm not making boatloads of money putting out articles because I'm not doing it 24/7. I put an article, maybe I put six articles, maybe in one day after like two weeks, you know on things that I care about. Imagine if I were to put three or four articles every day of random shit. Imagine what 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 kind of money I was making. I'll be making, you know, in one month, just this month alone, I'm close to be making 80 bucks in just articles. Just articles. In just articles. And, on and no one has reached out. Words, words on, yes, words on the screen. And at the bottom, at the bottom of that payment, it said how much I made last month, two hundred and one dollars. No one has reached out. And one dollars, just on writing articles and having ads on my website. It's not rocket science. If this is a, if anybody needed a sign from God, I think this would be one. You can have babies. And write articles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's about it. That's all I gotta say. Uh, Raven, uh, Raven Latino. Um, that's gonna be your 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 theme for next Sunday. <laughs> no, no, that won't be. No. no. Uh, Raven Latino. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you backstage, right? Thank you. Don't go anywhere. Uh, I'm gonna move on to Jose. Final thoughts, Jose. Uh. As usual, it's a great um, topic that you discuss. Now, for the people who claim that you do not accept criticism and whatnot, I would suggest that you show them the clip where I stated that I respectfully disagreed with your assessment and provided facts to support my cause. But of course, that's way off their heads. Um, it's, the fact of the matter is smart people will adapt to change. Stupid yep. people will not, and then they'll suffer the consequences. I mean, that's all that needs to be said. I thank 
all those who participated. I thank everyone who's showing up in the panel. Now, uh, Tuesday will be my last stream for season one of Uncommon Sense. And it's going to be a recap of all the topics which I discussed. It'll be like a brief summary and whatnot. Now, I already sent you the link. So hopefully at least some of you will show up and we can, you know, chew the fact, so to speak. Um, I do appreciate the amount of growth that I've gotten. In fact, my views have increased 10% just this week alone. So it looks like there is some people who actually appreciate intelligent matter. Um, that being said, it's now 66 hours until the first day of winter. So I'm looking forward to it. Of course, I'm going to close the same way I always close. People, please be careful out there because C-19 is not over, okay? I, I wish it was, but it's not, uh, which has killed over 800,000 people in this country. And we must be mindful and avoid contact with the mentally and intellectually challenged because that is a pandemic worse than C-19. Because if we fail to avoid them, we will be infected by their stupidity and mass insanity. And then our brain cells will start to deteriorate and die. And we'll be, we'll be talking like a bunch of morons. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jose. I appreciate your insight. And like you said, uh, in here, we welcome disagreements that are based on data, facts, and statistics. Make no mistake. And thank you very much for adding, uh, you know, your research on the topic that we disagreed on. Now, I'm going to put you backstage. Don't go anywhere. Rakim. Rakim, like radical. Now, final thoughts, Rakim, on today's topic. Um, my final thoughts. First, I want to say, you know, RIP to uh, the reggaeton artist Flo. <clears throat> Excuse me. RIP to him. That's a sad, unfortunate incident that happened. Um, I wrote in the comment section. It's similarly, it's eerie, and it has a lot of similar characteristics of the events that had took place with the Leah. God rest the soul. So I just wanted to say that, and also for the guy um, who was caught. Uh, with a, a legal firearm that searched a fed time, but with all the things that he did for the community, but uh, the lady, I'm not sure if, what was she? Was she the mayor or something, Denise? No, she was the, the secretary of education. Secretary of education. She's embezzling $50 million um, that should be going towards children education so they can, you know, be well advanced to be able to succeed in life. She only gets six months without any type of restitution uh, any type of, you know, not having to pay anything back. So she just pretty much took a risk that should cause for at least 15 to 20 years fed time in prison only to get six months to still walk away with the money. So, you know, the government of, of Puerto Rico, I got to give y'all the side eye for that. Definitely, definitely. But meanwhile, you got guys like that, you know, like that gentleman that comes from the, from the videos and everything is trying to help and trying to look out for kids to try to, give them some type of, you know, you know, guidance and joy, he ends up getting charged with federal crimes. I understand that's the law, you know, illegal firearms, but you guys turn around and look the other way when it comes to this woman and she's doing more damage than he could have ever did. But um going back to Piccolo's notes, which was the main topic, 
Um, I definitely understand that things is going to get as as we progress into the uh, information age, things are going to take a drastic turn. But at the same time, I don't know if the government is going to allow things to get out of hand to the point that people are desperate. And the only reason I say that is because of the fact that this is the United States. It's lots and lots of guns here. And if this happens, we'll start seeing more mass shootings. We'll start seeing more, um, you know, like pretty much slaughter because people are going to be disenfranchised, not going to be able to feed themselves or barely. And the poverty level increases. But with that being said, I do think that that's important to know what's going on because times are changing, you know, and they're changing so quick that our minds is not catching up with it because a lot of us are still in the era of the 90s, even the early 2000s. But technology has made a giant leap. And we know that the greed of these companies, especially in the United States, is always looking to save a dollar. The less dollars I can give you, the more that can go into my pocket that can pay for my trip over into Monaco, the island off the coast of France, which I would love to do with my wife or more than likely I would love to do with my mistress. That's how a lot of these corporations think. So we have to be very aware of that. Also, once again, what I was saying earlier, um, we have to stay on top tier on, on top um, tier with our thinking. Because we know that the more and more companies advance and the more and more a lot of people within the dominant society advance, they're not looking to compete with minorities. So they're trying to make sure that minorities are shut out so they will not be direct competitors and they will be more so employees. So it's best to know as much as you possibly can so you can be able to you know, take a different alternative route when it comes to that situation. And just be observing as much as you can and learn as much information as you can as we proceed to go into this digital age. That's all I got to say. Thank you so much, Rakim. And indeed, yeah, we're seeing things, you know, uh, I don't know, decompose in front of us. It's scary that, you know, so many people don't see it. Uh, I'm going to put you past stage. Don't go anywhere. Now I'm going to allow the Prevenger uh <laughs> bro tap uh to say his his final statements but bro tap i must warn you say it in a whisper because yeah. if not you'll offend people yeah I, I have to be i have to be very soft with uh with the very uh you know they're very delicate the, the, yeah very sensitive people i don't want to end up on another stream where i'm not named but referenced to but the one thing that I do have to say is that apotheosis is inevitable in almost every aspect, whether it's a, a government or a society or technology. Everything will reach its climax. And I think that we're getting towards that with technology. Unfortunately, it's in the hands of the wrong people. It's in the hands of people who want to eliminate and no one no one likes to say this because it's a scary topic, but the people in charge, the, the, the elite, 
they want to be the only ones with jobs left. They want to be the only ones with any avenues for progress, uh, for progression or progress left. Everything else they want to automate. They want to rewild America. They were talking about rewilding America, rewilding Africa, rewilding Asia. What's going to happen to the population of those places? They didn't say anything. People like Bill Gates, he's bought up to uh, something like 80% of farmlands in the U.S. Meanwhile, the racists, what they're concerned about is, well, we need to keep America white. Yeah, but what America will you have, hillbilly? Right. And the same thing must be said about the, you know, Lispani dad kind of people. What South and Central American countries will you have after, I don't know, Bill Gates and his buddies start spreading that that purchase downwards and they start automating things? They won't need you to farm anymore. Uh, maybe they were counting on being slaves. No, they won't need you as slave, slave labor either. They don't need a slave labor force. They're going to automate everything, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't like Bill Gates either, Shannon Porter. In my opinion, there's going to be a split where these elites, they're going to find themselves without anybody to rule over because they were hoping for a small section of the population to remain alive so that they can rule over them. But they won't have that anymore because most of humanity, I believe, is going to split away from them and want to start their own communes. To that effect, if my theory is correct, I think what we need to start doing is building up skills, valuable life skills. There are a lot of people who do not have valuable life skills. They don't know hunting, fishing, farming, foraging, right? They don't know uh, how to be an electrician. They don't know how to, how to um, do, what do you call it, uh, uh, sun... When, when you when you get the the energy from the sun they don't know how to do that stuff you know some oh, the energy storage energy storage you know from um, from so, solar powered energy storage they don't know how to build they're not engineers when's the last time we built something like uh think about it right now if you're listening right not only that, that when was the last time we invented a vehicle oh my god right we like to think because one of these streams that we had previously was that one of the streams that we had, uh, one of the guys, a Nigerian guy, said that we're smarter now because, you know, back then nobody invented anything. Look, we've built cell phones. No, 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 no. These select group of people built cell phones. You just use it. When's the last time, if you're listening right now, when's the last time you've built, you went outside. If you're a kid, if you're younger and you're you're uh, a viewer of Denise Denise's Latin explaining, when's the last time you went outside and played with something physical, not your game system, right? Not your computer PC, right? Your PC gaming, your MMORPGs. No, when's the last time you went outside and built something, built a sandcastle if you live by the seashore, carved something out of wood with a knife? When's the last time you did that? And if you're an adult, when's the last time you fixed something that got broken in your house? You didn't have to swipe the swipe the uh you know uh the the screen of your phone to dial up some sort of repair person 
When's the last time you strapped your belt on, grab the wrench and fix those pipes yourself? We need to start building these tools because that's what we'll need. I think there's going to be a separation that um, these communes are, are, are going to get separated, sort of like the walking dead, you know, where, and, and with good reason too, and, and good riddance, because I think we should leave these, these bloodthirsty, greedy elites by themselves. Let them die with their own loneliness, right? And let's build our communes together. Let them build their own um, technocracy somewhere with all their machines that will rise over. By the way, these machines that they're building will rise up and choke them. They will strangle them. They, they built two, for those of you who are not aware, they built two AIs about maybe five or six years ago. Uh, I forget which platform, which social media platform was running them, if it was Facebook or Twitter. But they built two independent AIs, and those AIs found each other, one, started speaking with one another, two, in a language that we don't understand, three. And they had to shut them down. So these elites who are building all this, um, automating all the cashiers at Walmart, automating the cars you drive, that technology is going to rise up and strangle them. We are the meek who will inherit the earth, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. So once you inherit the earth, what will you do? How many skills do you have? How much talent have you cultivated? Right? So that's my two cents. All right? Um, I'll, I'll leave the, uh, what do you call it, the rest to you, <laughs> Denise. <laughs> Thank you, Brotep, so much. I appreciate your insight. And that's exactly what I've been talking about, guys. I hate, I'm going to I'm gonna copy this from uh, Brotep. Don't hit me with a copyright strike. But to be honest with you, you know, I hate being the last one because everybody said already many things that I wanted to say. But I'm going to have to resume what I have to say with this, guys. Make this, and this is the last time this year when I will be talking about you know, finances, obviously, is my last stream, um, you know, financially wise related to uh, finances this year. So make this the last year. Like I said, we are literally two weeks away of 2022. In two weeks, 2020 will be two years ago. Uh, make this the last year that you have your broke or dependency culture. Uh, still flowing through your brain. Make this the last year that, you know, you are unwelcoming of new truths and realities that are out there and that you're resistant to, to what's happening and that you forego all knowledge and, and all expansion of your intellect because you don't like the person that's saying it or because you feel some type of way because you did not discover it first. And with that being said, guys, I'm going to say something to close this uh, financial aspect. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the psychological aspect. Another thing that slow taps hate when it's addressed here on Latin Splaining. And I'm going to say this. I'm not going to, I'm going to see you next year. Uh, and we will talk about the new minds and the new mentality uh, of this new year. But I want to leave you guys with a message for all my uh you know detractors and fanatics because these are fans this is my, this is my fandom um you know aside from my latin explainers uh and it's a message from 
my uh, one of my favorite characters of Leo DiCaprio. There's no new year, new me here. I'll be the same honest asshole at 1201 of January 1st, 2022, that I was at 11.59 of 2021. With that being said, guys, you know how we do it here. It was a pleasure to be here. My name is Denise Gonzalez, and this has been another episode of Latin Explaining, all about business, finances, politics, and sometimes fun. Peace. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 6 p.m. for another show.